to Becoming Soul, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Better Call Soul on AMC and Netflix. I'm your host Matthew, joining me today, my co-host is David. How are you today? I'm very well, thanks. Cool. Uh, so we're here today to talk about Season 5, Episode 3, The Guy, for this. Uh, what do you think of this episode? Uh, another great episode, I think. Um, I I liked the the fact that we've we've got Hank back, that's always good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I thought I I love the cold open thing as well. That was a proper Breaking Bad sort of cold open. Although we knew what it was reference to because mm-hmm. it was the ice cream he dropped last week. But I I rather like the the it was a very kind of Breaking Bad sort of you know just the ads crawling all over it, and I I rather like that. It was it was uh, it was just a nice little thing that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and we—I I like how they folded Hank in. That will make sense, and uh, um, Steve and Gomez as well. And um, so yeah, and and we we're getting to see Jimmy getting more involved in the drug drug stuff, which is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah. I thought this episode was pretty good. I don't know if it's quite as good as last week's two episodes, but you had some pretty big, you know, Gene stuff last week, and. Uh, yeah, you, you can't yeah. quite always maybe get up there, but I th- I thought it was still a good episode nonetheless. I really liked Hanks uh, and Gomez or Gomez uh, introduction. I thought that was great, uh, and like you said, it fit in really well. It, it wasn't just this random case; it was actually to do with Domingo uh, Crazy Eight, and obviously that tied into Soul. So that was great as well. I loved uh, <laughs> I loved Hanks' line of like, "Really, Soul Goodman." Um, yeah, yeah, and uh, it, him obviously referencing soul. It's old good man. That that kind yeah, of uh, yeah, yeah. what's it, what's involved with it. I thought that was great as well because that is Hank. He does kind of like like you know when uh, if you remember in the I think it's the pilot episode of Breaking Bad, um, when he's talking to because he's he, I think he says to Walter about going on a drive along, doesn't he? And then I I remember Walter says something. Like, oh, maybe one day, and he's sort of like, hey, you know, you know, you should uh, sort of live a bit more, that kind of thing. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he likes to come out with those sorts of things. Uh, doesn't always get the chance to, but uh, he he does do that when uh, it tends to happen. So I thought that was really good as well. And obviously, you know, Dean Norris doing as good as job as always. Doesn't yes. look like he's aged too much, to be honest. No, uh, d- no didn't notice a lot of uh, aging on his face. So. Because uh, he was in what Breaking Bad, Under the Dome, a couple of other things as well. So uh, he's always pretty much looked the same, at least as far as I can see. So um, yeah, thought that was great as well. Um, I really, I really, really like what they're doing with Kim this season. Uh, I'll, I'll talk a bit more specifically about that in certain scenes. But I'm, I'm almost more interested in because now that we've had the transition to Saul Goodman, and we're going to get him in that state for a little while. It's almost more interesting. To, I'm not saying that Soul is less interesting, but it's almost it's almost more interesting to just see how Kim is adapting to pretty much everything that Soul yeah. is doing now, and just to see because you clearly get a few hints of like a change of attitude from her in this episode, and just some of the things that she's going through. And although the final scene in the episode with them throwing beers might not seem like much, I really think that's a big yeah kind of indicator as to her behavior. So I'm I'm actually more interested in her behavior. Towards not not just towards Soul, but towards you know all, all the work that she's doing, this guy that she meets, throwing the beers, and her letting out a bit more frustration at just like yeah. all, all the situations that are happening around her. And I really think that's interesting. And of course, Rhea Seahorn is doing an excellent, excellent job of uh, with with Kim uh, in this season, and of course in you know all all of the show so far. But um, no, I I thought that stuff was really really great. So uh, Mike, I'm not not sure where they're particularly going with that. Obviously, he's probably going to go back working with a. Uh, 
Gus eventually, uh, you know, once once things are cooled down and all that. But uh, I thought that was kind of interesting. Mike, sometimes with Mike, his scenes are a lot more kind of quiet and sort of subtle, which I guess yeah, it, yeah. I guess is sort of his character. But like him just sort of quietly drinking in the bar and then meeting this random group of people and breaking their arm and then just kind of subtly walking off. It's uh, it's very Mike esque, but uh, you almost have to watch them scenes a little bit differently as compared to some of the cartel stuff and the Jimmy and. Uh, Kim stuff because it just is a bit different so it's uh, still great but it just is a bit different so um, yeah great episode and um, we shall obviously move into more of it in a minute uh, but let's take a quick break we'll do some housekeeping uh, it's going to be the same housekeeping section from The Walking Dead uh, which of course The Walking Dead UK podcast this week has gone up that won't be included in that because we were recording it on that podcast but you know what I mean uh, the podcast season 10 episode 10 for The Walking Dead is uh, out and available to be listened to but uh, make sure you finish this podcast first and then uh, listen to the other one so um, yeah we'll take a quick break uh, do some housekeeping and then we'll come back and talk about uh, some ice creams so <laughs> see you in a minute <laughs> Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right-hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. Sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon. There's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the, in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier that gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. So yes, recently on Entertainment Talk we have continued to do uh, the streaming service reviews, or I've continued to do those. Uh, this week it was All Four, uh, which is Four's um, less so maybe of a streaming service, more of an on-demand catch-up service, but uh, there's still some box sets and stuff like that on there. Uh, talked about the pros and cons, obviously the content, is it good, is it bad, is it appealing, uh, and obviously that's a bit of a different uh, ball game for me to do because uh, All Four is also... Uh, all four is also free as well, so um, there's no uh, no um, sort of a paid subscription to to compete yeah. with. So, uh, but that was the all four review. Next week, I'm going to be doing Demand Five, and if you've been listening to me for a while, you know how I feel about Channel Five. So that will be fun <laughs> to do next week. But so far, I've done Netflix, Amazon, Now TV, and all four. And next week, I'm going to. Dig in a little bit to uh, to Mind Fives. Look out for that. Uh, but other things, there's always extraordinary playlist which starts tonight actually at ten on E4. Uh, but I'm going to be doing uh, one of the podcast com- comedy sort of watch along. Uh, podcast for the for Zoe's extraordinary playlist. Of course, it sees Jane Le- Levy uh, return to TV. She was on something last year called What If for Netflix. I don't know if that ever got yes. renewed, but uh, uh, she was in that. No, so. actually, not sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's her returning to you know a main role in TV and stuff, which is great. Um, and yes, the first episode for the podcast is uh, well, the first 
the podcast for the first episode of the actual season is going to be uh, tomorrow on Thursday, so look out for that. Uh, United cast me, United drew 1-1 to Everton away. Bit of a struggle, uh, but uh, Bruno Fernandes is lighting the team up like a Christmas tree because we needed him, and uh, it's great to see him there. Uh, Liverpool also lost for the first time in 44 matches, which is uh, great. They also lost again last <laughs> night to Chelsea, and they're now out, out of the FA Cup. So uh, the treble remains Manchester United. So. It's, it's great, great if you're a Manchester United yeah. fan, I think, is it? Yeah. Probably more accurate. But yes, go on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there you go. Um, let's play Sundays for Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Just a bit more of that. Uh, the Invisible Man, Elizabeth Moss, returned to our screens because obviously the hammer is telling back yet. Uh, doing a similar type of role, a sort of traumatized woman role, which I can't think of anybody better to play that because obviously she's been doing that for four years on the Handmaid's Tale. But the Invisible Man, uh, a horror uh, film, I reviewed that. Obviously, spoiler free, spoiler split. Top 10 Marvel characters, Natasha returned uh, to do another written um, piece uh, with her top 10 favorite Marvel characters. So you can check that out. Uh, gaming talk last week for episode 199. We talked about the coronavirus. It's affecting more video game stuff than what you might think uh, certain events possible delays to consoles it's uh, it's uh, not great so uh, we talked about that we also talked about cd project red and more goodwill with um, cyberpunk 2077 and we also talked about marches ps plus and games with gold games which i think you can go and download some of those now so uh, go and have a look up for those um what else we got? Obviously, we've got a Better Call Soul podcast. We're going to be doing that later. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm going to be seeing Onward on Friday, which is Pixar's next attempt to um, delight fans, I suppose. Obviously, you know, history with Toy Story. I don't need to say any more than that. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, looking forward to doing that as well. That's what we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms. All right, so, yeah, that's what's been happening on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms. Uh, it didn't have it in the notes that I looked up, so I just kind of jotted it down. Shot of ants eating the ice cream Jimmy left behind. Uh, it's not much that happened. It is kind of a little bit teddy bear-esque from Breaking Bad. Not quite as significant yeah. as something like that. But uh, the Breaking Bad universe uh, likes to do these kinds of things. Less so in like El Camino, because you don't really have yeah, yeah, a chance yeah. to do that in there. But uh, yeah, the, the kind of weird cold opens. And um, yeah, there's not too much to really say about it. But uh, any thoughts on it? No, no, other than what I said earlier, which is, you know, I, I, I love the fact that they're, they're still using those kind of cold opens. And, and mm-hmm. you know, we knew what it was. It, yeah. it would have been an interesting one to put at the start of last week's episode, actually. Um, you know, because yeah. that's sort of where it ended up. But, uh, yeah, I... I I, I liked it, though. Uh, no, I like those sort of those sort of weird little. It adds to the strangeness of the show, you know. So I, I like that. I, I thought it was a nice little opening thing. Yeah, because if I remember, the bear one from Breaking Bad was in quite a few episodes, and everyone was like, "What the hell is this?" Well, I, I wasn't in tune with it uh, week to week, but uh, I imagine the feeling was like, "Why do they keep showing this bear?" And yeah, you yeah. find out eventually. So. Uh, yeah, that was good. Uh, not too much more to say about that. Nacho takes uh, Jimmy to Lalo, uh, who had heard of Jimmy's reputation from his cousin Tuco. Uh, Lalo wants Jimmy to get Domingo out of prison to prevent him from revealing anything about the Salamancas. I like the line in here about, like, uh, I thought you were going to... I can't remember what he said. Some, a, a condom filled with something? With heroin or something? Uh, You're with gonna, heroin, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shove them down my throat or whatever. Uh, obviously, he's uh, they're not interrogating him, are they? They want him for his legal stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it adds up. Not really. Not. I mean, this really kind of connects... There's a lot of things that connect together in this episode because you've got, obviously, the uh, Domingo Crazy 8 stuff from last week continued into this week with, obviously, the case. 
Um, Gomez and Hank coming in, they're involved in that. Soldiers are involved in that, and then obviously you get the Kim and Jimmy um, thing at the end of the episode, which is kind of you know the the end of the day kind of scene that you get, and then obviously you get Nacho and Lalo uh, Lalo tied into uh, this as well. So really great job with uh, connecting some of that stuff, which mm. yeah you you can expect some of the more basic stuff like that from uh, Vince Gilligan because obviously he's very very good. Um, but uh, yeah, I thought it was an interesting little conversation, and you kind of there was there's there's a bit of a stretch where like he's not sure what to say. You can see he's really nervous, and you can see yeah. the, I'm not sure what they're called. There's like the locks on the car; they're like gone or whatever. Mm. Um, that, yeah, yeah. Sort of I, don't, I don't know how you take that out of the car, but um, I guess there's a way to probably do that. I suppose. Yes, fairly easily. I would have thought. Yeah, um, but that's going on as well, and uh, yeah, you, you you sort of transition from. I mean, this is kind of the transformation to Sol Goodman as well the whole like he's not sure what to do he's not sure what to say you can see he's really nervous in the back of the car and uh, obviously sees that the lock things are gone so like there's no way of sort of getting out or unlocking the car and then transition to like he's uh, like you know can I talk now and then doesn't stop talking so yeah uh, very kind of Sol Goodman uh, what do you think of this uh, meeting between the three people yeah it, it's interesting to see almost Jimmy meeting them and soul kind of leaving that meeting yeah if that makes sense you know because he is very nervous he doesn't quite get what's going to happen Mm. he doesn't know whether it's he's going to get whacked or whether it's you know it's something that he's done wrong that they're coming for retribution for um and it turns out they actually want to for his legal skills but so it's sort of jimmy that walks into that meeting and then soul kind of takes over and mm. you know he the mouth kind of starts going and and you know he he kind of talks through it and then you know asks for the money and which you clearly yeah. made up on the spot as well <laughs> yeah think, yeah which yeah. is clearly kind of seven thousand i think it says seven thousand nine hundred or something yeah and, well, uh, what and, can he can kind of get away with yeah you know? yeah and he's like is that okay like really nervous and i was like yeah, yeah it's fine because uh, he's obviously you know got loads of money so uh yeah. That's fine. Um, I don't know what, like... I mean, I've never had to use a lawyer for anything. Hopefully, I never will have to. Uh, I don't really know... Obviously, it's probably different in the UK as well. The sort of rates for lawyers or any of that sort of stuff. So, I don't know if that's, like... I mean, Lalo doesn't really care. Because, like like we said, you know, they're in a drug empire yeah. business. So, they've got loads of money. But, uh, yeah, don't really know anything about prices of lawyers at all, to be honest. No, so. no idea. Well, I mean, <laughs> yes, I... I, I not sure for for what I, was, I mean eight grand seems like quite a lot for a day's work but then i don't one know. day yeah for, for yeah just one day so but it, didn't, didn't he say that that was for like travel he said that was from yeah for yeah it's like one well. it's one day travel prep work all that sort of stuff so yeah he's making up a bunch of things yeah. related to yeah but uh good stuff uh mike gets drunk at a bar and demands the barkeeper uh barkeep uh take down a postcard of the sydney opera house which verna's uh father had worked on on his way home a gang of thugs attempt to rob him but he breaks the leader's arm and walks off they are yeah. no longer they <clears throat> they now see mike as an actual threat and um yeah kind of a subtle again a subtle sort of scene not much happened it's more it is the one that you know mike's the one that doesn't talk too much unless like mm. you know you, you you piss him off or something just like with la- last week and the whole uh retainer thing with gus and all that so uh, I mean, he sees these guys as like a couple of punks or whatever, probably. And uh, I don't know if that's the right word to use, but that's the word, <laughs> I, word I can think of. Um, and then, yeah, just like, hey, you know, you, you he's, he sort of says like, oh, I've got more than $20 or whatever. And uh, 
I don't know. It's it's. Uh, I think there's some things to read from this scene. My, mainly, to, I mean, these guys don't like mean anything to anything. I don't know. But it's more to do with like I think watching Mike's attitude and uh, you know with everything that happened with uh, is it Kaylee and Stacy uh, last week and everything that's happened with like Werner yes, and so. yeah. and Gus and everything that's kind of built up a bit because as subtle as Mike kind of is, I mean everyone has like a breaking point and he's clearly reached a particular breaking point. I'm not saying like he's broken down as a character, but uh, no, 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 no he, he's he's kind of he's put up with some stuff, and now he's uh, going on this particular thing, whatever. So, what do you think of this little mic scene? Um, the well, the postcard thing. I I was a little confused by that watching the show, but I see why he wanted it taken down now. Oh. Now I hadn't re- I hadn't made the connection that that's what the reason that he wanted the card removing. Um, but uh, the yeah, on the way home, he does. It's interesting. It sort of serves to remind you what a complete badass that he is as That's a character, well, yeah. uh, well, who Mike is as a character, and and also the fact that, um, you know, he really people just annoy him, and <laughs> and you're not the you don't want to get on the wrong side of this guy. He was not looking for a fight, but although he did seem to lean over, and I I don't know whether he spat or I, I i he seemed to lean over to the group slightly beforehand and then they kind of they turned and followed him and i'm not sure what what he actually did but they kind of turned and kind of followed him out mm. um so i'm not sure whether he was actively sort of promo- provoking that because he fancied fancied a bit of a fight or whether they just kind of came after him and he just took them down i, I it's, it's difficult to say but um yeah i i, I like this scene just because I like to see Mike being Mike, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, Nitro's father Manuel uh, stops by his place to talk, uh, revealing someone has offered to buy his upholstery shop. Uh, is that how you say that upholstery shop? Yes. Uh, for much more than it's worth, Manuel uh, accuses Nacho of arranging the deal and refuses to accept it or nor Norfolk, so he doesn't want to do either, uh, and urges Nacho to come clean. Um. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, it's, it's some interesting stuff here. Uh, of course, following on from last week's, you know, the, the threat and everything, and of course, Nacho doesn't really, obviously, doesn't really want to tell his father what's going on because that would just probably no. make things worse than that. But he's in a bit of a pickle here, Nacho. I mean, he's working for Gus. That gets you in a pickle first of all because that's not a good idea. But yeah, um, yeah like you know, we saw all his kind of, uh, I guess, heroic antics. Uh, last week with the jumping across rooftops and stuff, and uh, now he's got his father after him. Uh, after him, so um, I thought this was a, a good little. I, I'm guessing this is probably to set something up a bit more for later, even though we've had it sort of yeah set up initially with the whole threat thing. So I, I think it's it's partly to set something up for later. It's partly to mm-hmm. show Nacho's state of mind as well. Yeah, about the fact that I mean, clearly he he had offered the money. You know, he'd gone through this third party to try and get somebody to buy out the shop to get his dad to leave town um uh, so it, it sort of shows you how scared nacho really is about everything that's going on mm. without actually him having to kind of break down or show it in the character directly so it's quite a clever bit of writing the um yeah and you you know he is in this difficult position of a trap between a sort of rock and a hard place you know because dealing with lalo and dealing with gus um, and you, know, Gus is obviously the bigger threat. But if Layla finds out, then what he's actually going on, then he's going to have him killed. So 
yeah, it's it's a really tricky situation. And as I was saying last week, you sort of want Nacho to come out of this okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. You kind of hope he doesn't get killed. You hope he manages to escape and eventually runs. Um, but I, you don't know with this show. You really don't mm-hmm. where it's going to end up. And I, it's possible they are setting this up for his father being killed later on. Maybe... Um, Maybe that's what's coming, or maybe it was just to show the the, the state of Nacho's mind. Yeah, I mean the three are probably going to collide in some way: Gus, Manuel, and uh, and and Nacho. I almost said Sancho, but it's Nacho. Um, yeah, the three of them are probably going to collide in some sort of way later. And you can just ima- I can just kind of imagine a scene where like Gus is take Gus takes. Nacho in a car with maybe with or without Lalo or something, and uh, takes him to his dad and like I don't know something. Mm. One of the one of the two of them, if not both of them, maybe die or something. Uh, Nacho and his dad, or maybe it's some sort of like final threat or something. Because I just don't imagine that this is going to go quiet because you know it's Gus uh, yeah. that's involved. So uh, also, what's up with the woman who's um, trying to almost slice her hand open, trying I, to clean yeah, her... I controller I, I was trying to remember whether that was i mean presumably she she there's either a mental illness problem there or or she was on drugs i'm not entirely sure which possibly um, i mean but yeah well it could very well be both uh, yeah. i i'm not sure whether that was a callback to something we'd seen previously i i honestly can't remember no i don't, so, I don't think so because he's got that one woman with him on the on the sofa or whatever and then yeah. like, she's pulling apart the ro- ro- uh, rubik's cube and uh, I don't know, that was a little bit strange, but um, yes, yeah, probably, yeah, like you said, some sort of mental illness, possibly, and uh, likely drugs as well, given you know drug cartel characters. So mm-hmm. don't know, but that was uh, interesting, I suppose. So um, yes, we'll see. I guess probably the next thing maybe we'll see with Nacho is probably something to do with Gus, and uh, we'll see if the dad gets involved in some way, shape, or form. So. We shall see. Uh, but Jimmy goes to meet Domingo and gives him a lengthy paragraph to memorize. Uh, shortly after after that, uh, DEA agents Hank Schrader and Stephen uh, Gomez or Gomi uh, arrive at the at the uh, prison to interview Domingo. Just as uh, Domingo starts to talk about uh, various dead drops, Jimmy arrives as Sol, uh, Domingo's lawyer. Hank and Stephen uh, suspect this was a ploy, but Sol reassures re- uh, them that. This is legitimate and uh, to make sure allows Hank to use uh, Domingo as his uh, CI if uh, released. Um, and then, yeah, we got a bit with uh, Nacho later on. So let me just uh, break that up a bit. Um, yeah. Yeah. Introduction of uh, of Gomi or Gomez or Steven uh, and Hank. Uh, I thought that was done pretty well. I like the little because um, he talks about something about Maria. Uh, obviously, his his wife yes, in Breaking Bad. I like that, that was uh, quite nice. Yeah, yeah, I like the reference the, to that. So. Yeah, the, the sort of they were talking about the the expired products and him making him <laughs> throw them out straight away and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that yeah, that that was all quite nice. Just the general kind of chit chat between the pair of them was quite lovely. And uh, yeah, it's it's lovely to have them back. And it sounds like they are going to be around for a bit it's not just going to be a one-off yeah oh they they are going to be popping back up at other points as well so that's quite good you know i'm glad they're not just using them as like hey it's hank from breaking bad and that's it you know Mm -hmm. so it sounds like he is going to be part of the story which is good yeah because you know like i said a little bit earlier it's kind of connecting to everything in a way because you've got obviously dominguez is in 
prison for the whole drugs thing last week which ties into the cartel and then you've got obviously we saw the DEA last week uh with someone who looked probably quite a lot like Hank like we discussed yeah and um yeah he's uh coming and joined this so uh it's going to be interesting to see you know screen time wise how they balance uh these characters and stuff they've not got like you know a Game of Thrones or a Walking Dead level of cast but uh you know they, they've they've got a few mm. characters and it'll be interesting to see um where uh where things go with the two of them but I like I, I, like, I do like the involvement and I do like the fact that it is to do with a, a main plot thing because you know Hank and uh Hank and Gomez are, are, are fairly big characters in Breaking Bad so mm. uh, I mean it's it's the whole you know hey we, we we busted this drugs thing and then Walter White gets the idea of obviously the meth and how much money it's worth which essentially kicks off Breaking Bad in a way I mean I know there's yeah. the whole you know Jesse thing as well but uh, it, cause I, I remember the I, again I think it was a scene in the pilot where he's showing off like hey we busted this uh, you know this drug cartel and there's all this money and all this drugs and that and then that's obviously you know it was the whole Walter knows the was it Walter knows the chemistry and Jesse knows the business or something because Jesse yes. knew the Jesse the knew the uh, the connections yeah. yeah and Walter knew the the chemistry so yeah he's really kind of involved in yeah the, one of the main main things in Breaking Bad so it'll be it'll be exciting to see uh, what he does in the show so um, and of course it looks like we're probably going to get a bit more Domingo as well um, given yeah you know, what what's sort of happening there so uh, good stuff all around and like I said I like how it connects to Soul and you what, what did you think of the um, him taking the Mickey of the Soul Goodman name I thought that was yeah. uh, pretty great yeah as well. no I, I thought that was nice it's sort of Hank spots that immediately <laughs> and 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 like you seriously you know so I, I rather like that and I I like the sort of whole setup of it of of you know getting into memorize you know the thing about the day drop and and i thought that whole thing was really good because you can tell tell that it's so kind of playing you know turns up late and like tells him to stop and it's it's all the setup but it played so well you know um and then he comes up with this idea of it being you know him being personal ci and all that sort of stuff so uh and giving a sort of direct line to the dea which is good Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll see how all that works out. Uh, Nacho takes Jimmy to report what happened back to Lalo, uh, who is impressed with the results. Lalo laughs off Jimmy's request for Lalo to find someone else to be his legal help. Um, this is when he's like skidding around in the car and stuff, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nacho later goes to reveal Domingo's situation to Gus, where Tyrus tries to cancel the dead drops. Uh, Gus stops him, not wanting to reveal his mole yet. Um, yeah, just this kind. <laughs> Nacho's, Nacho's, uh, sorry, Lalo is, uh, you know, just driving around in this car, just putting all this uh, dust and sand and whatever just sort of everywhere. And, and Nacho and Jimmy are just like waiting there for him to finish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he sort of stops for like a moment as well, and you're like, oh, we might get out now. And then no, he goes around one more time. And then you, you sort of see, see the uh, wider yeah. shot of this uh, of this track. I thought that was. Uh, I mean, it's it's the same when he when Jimmy gets to the like. Um, garage in the first place you know when when he's first sort of introduced and Lele's just working on the car Mm -hmm. and just carries on working on the car and doesn't turn to acknowledge Jimmy's there or anything you know it's a it's the thing about control and power and um yeah you know it's it shows you the sort of character that he is which I think is is a nice way of doing it you know it's about control it's about power it's about showing that he's in charge and he can do what he likes so Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Uh, what do you think of Lalo so far this season? Um, he's been good. I'm waiting for his downfall because that's obviously going to happen at some point. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah I, probably. How how that happens, I'm not entirely sure, but yeah, Pro- it's going to happen at some point. Probably through some sort of cockiness, because he's a very cocky yeah, character. he is very. He'll probably yeah. try to screw over Gus in some sort of stupid way, and well, we know what that leads to. So yes, uh, just hope he just hope he doesn't take Nacho down with him, because. Uh, uh, Nacho doesn't really deserve that in a no. again in a strange way, you know. So we shall see uh, what that sort of adds up to. Uh, Kim has a full day of pro bono cases, but Rich uh, demands she take care of pressing Mercer Ver- uh, Mesa Verde uh, business. A homeowner, Mister Acre. Uh, that refuses to leave his uh, leased property to make way for a new uh, call centre. When Mr. Aker refuses a new deal and insults Kim, uh, she gets back in the face, uh, gets it in, gets in his face. Sorry, to realise uh, he must accept the deal. Kim drives off angrily, but on her way back, uh, stops at God knows what time at the, at night, uh, and returns to Mr. Aker, showing him possible homes. She's printed all this stuff off and all that sort of thing. Um, uh, she she found for him and offering financial help for him to move. Mr. Aker uh, calls out Kim as one that tries to get what she wants and uh, lets her be. Uh, and then we'll talk about the the uh, Jim Jimmy and Kim uh, scene later. Yeah, this this guy's not having it, is he? Like you know, no, she, she's no. gone there with all the all this printed stuff. And Kim's the she's the sort of person that will do that. She'll go to these sorts yeah. of lengths, going there at I don't know what time of, of night this probably is but obviously quite late and she's gone down there and she's printed off all this stuff and it's a very kim thing to do and obviously yeah. we'll see if she keeps doing things like this because as, as as we see throughout yeah. this episode she just gets more and more frustrated with what everything um and uh yeah he's not having it so what it do you think is, yeah it is it is really interesting this whole thing with kim mm. uh, this because there is this internal battle going on at the moment of she wants to be an upstanding professional lawyer, you know, and she was leaning on Jimmy to do the same when he turns into Sol Goodman. You know, she's she kind of wants him to be, you know, straight and truthful. And, you know, she sort of said, I don't want to con my clients last week. You know, all this sort of stuff. Um, but you can see the soul is getting sucked out of her with the Mesa Verde stuff, despite the fact that, you know, it pays the bills. She wants to be helping people. She wants to be doing the pro bono cases. And then you have things like, you know, her going back and and trying to be helpful and trying to be open and trying to be honest with this Mr. Acker guy. And he's not having any of it. And he basically accuses her of, of lying, you know, and saying, you know, sort of says something along the lines of you'll say anything to get me out of here. Yeah. So he, you know, you've got, even when she's sort of trying to do the right thing and trying to tell the truth, it's getting a nowhere and she's getting very frustrated with everything. And you do wonder where that's going to end up going is, are they going to push her more towards Jimmy soul's way of thinking or is she, I, I, I can't quite figure out where they're going to push her, but there is definitely this struggle going on. So I, I sort of agree with you. You know, we know what path Jimmy is on now. We know mm-hmm. he's on the path to soul and he's basically being soul. And I love all that stuff and I love that character. But yeah, the one of the interesting things with Kim is, is we don't know what happens to her. And is it going to be something where she may be, takes the Sol Goodman route but screws it up and that's the thing that gets her. Um 
is she going to end up leaving Jimmy and going somewhere else entirely? You know, is she? Is it Jimmy that causes it, or is it something where his actions start to run rub off on her? She tries something, and that's the thing that takes her down. So, yeah, it's it's really hard to know which way that it, they're going to play it right now. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah, I, I think they may begin. <clears throat> excuse me. I think they may begin to go down a route where. She starts to lean a lot more towards the Soul Goodman way, as we've seen in this episode. Uh, as she's getting more and more fed up with the the, the more legal side of the, the, the sorry, the more legal way of doing things. I think there might be a situation, and this is just you know, I could be wrong with this prediction or whatever. That maybe maybe she keeps working with Soul and and just keeps like getting pushed further and further down that path. Because obviously, as like I said, as we saw in this episode with the more legal way of doing stuff is just getting shoved back in her face and it's not being successful for her. So I, I'm wondering if like she keeps on thinking like, okay, maybe the Soul Goodman way is the, thing, the, the way to do things. And then I wonder if maybe she notices Jimmy goes one step too far possibly and then just like backs out the whole thing possibly and then just like leaves him. I, 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 could, I could easily see a situation where... She's watching the way that Soul is doing stuff. She thinks that that's a good idea. Goes down that path. And then for for whatever particular reason. There could be a whole number of different things. Jimmy does something that like crosses the line for her maybe. And then she just mm. sort of leaves. I, I kind of think. Because obviously we've been guessing in terms of Nacho. And uh, Kim what's going to happen. I think Nacho is more likely to. Because he's directly involved in the cartel stuff. Which could. He, uh, could could uh, more likely get you killed. I'm wondering if Kim will just have this situation where um, she notices that Soul has gone too far with something particular, and then she just says, I, "Okay, I, I I can't do this. I just I need to just sort of move away and start fresh, and then just leave yeah. him." Maybe. Yeah, it's there, there are that's really the two ways I see it going. One is is that, and you know, Jimmy pushes it too far, and she leaves him over it. But the moment, the interesting thing is Jimmy isn't pushing at all for her to do those sort of things. And Kim is, you know, I mean, he did a bit last week of of sort of influencing that one case, but he's not really pushing for her to do things in a in a less than legal way. But I I wonder the darker way to have a you know remove kim from the equation would be to have her on, on her own back see that the legal way isn't getting the way that she wants it to go uh, maybe it's something to do with this particular you know getting this guy to move the legal way isn't going the way she wants to go and she goes down a route that soul would go down and it goes wrong for her and that's the thing that takes her down mm-hmm. which will be a kind of darker path to go down but then you know this is kind of yeah. the, with these writers that's entirely possible so <laughs> yeah i think one of the less like the only other situation i can see the slightly less likely is let's say jim needs some sort of help with domingo and that gets kim a bit more involved with the cartel but i'm not mm. seeing enough, i'm not seeing enough of a connection with her no, and the I, cartel so I, I think he tries to keep those worlds as separate as possible so yeah 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 i i i do wonder whether it's more just being in Jimmy's orbit corrupts her rather mm-hmm. than, you know, uh, in some way. Um, either that or Jimmy gets too corrupt and she leaves. Um, that Those are the two kind of options, I think, is whether she goes down or or whether she gets out. Yeah. You know. So, 
Uh, speaking of the two of them, uh, that night regrouping with Jimmy, uh, she angrily tosses a few beer bottles from their balcony before a neighbour complains and a dog barks because dogs don't like stuff like that. Uh, yeah. I know because I have one and they like to bark at silly things. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, like I said with this scene a bit earlier, this might seem... A, a sort of basic like oh they're a bit annoyed and they're throwing beers I really think that this is after she's had this day with obviously Mr. Aker and uh, the whole Mesa, Veda, Mesa uh, Verde stuff and, and how that's kind of worn her down I think this is her like coming home and having the sort of I don't care attitude because um, mm. Kim from earlier in the show wouldn't have I don't think she would have tossed beer bottles no. into well, the street I mean, like that there, uh, there are points she would have done it but after you know following jimmy's influence and in this particular case what was quite interesting was jimmy was dropping what the bottle but catching it and wasn't actually dropping it yeah the you know he was playing you know with the bottle and sort of you know dropping it and managing to catch it before it actually fell so he wasn't actually dropping it on the floor Mm. it's kim that actually throws the first bottle over the balcony is like screw this and just like chucks one and then he joins in so this mm. sort of goes back to the thing I, I was saying about it. It's not Jimmy directing, directly suggesting she does something. She's just in his orbit, and that is kind of corrupting her way of thinking. Yeah. Um. And and I do wonder whether it's it's that sort of darker path that is somehow going to get her into trouble. Um, and and she goes, she tries to sort of think like Jimmy, do something that Jimmy would do, and that, and she actually, you know, it's not Jimmy's fault directly, but just the fact that she's in his orbit is the thing that brings her down, um, you know, because she tries to imitate something that he does, and I that, that that's a that interesting little scene there is he, sort of almost a microcosm of of that is you know Jimmy was messing around and doing something but it's her that actually takes the step of throwing the bottle and then he joins in her so it's yeah I I I, I thought it was a really interesting little scene that and I I wonder whether it it's a sort of omen of things to come. Yeah, I mean, I I think her attitude is going to continue to go this route, and it'll just be more and more interesting as as the weeks slowly tick by with the show. Because there's what ten episodes? Is it eight? I keep forgetting. Is it eight or ten? I think it's ten. Ten episodes this season. Uh, so we've still got a bit to go. We've still got what? Uh, seven? Yeah, seven episodes roughly to go. Yeah. 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 Um, and as we slowly go through the season, um, we'll slowly start to see that behaviour from her just increase more and more and it'll be it will be interesting specifically with the two of them to see, okay, what does Jimmy do in, in episodes going forward that triggers that particular attitude? And then there is there something individually on Kim's side, like the Mr. Aker stuff, uh, in this episode that pushes her forward and then they both mm. like you know th- when they both come home at the end of the day at the end of the day like we've seen in this scene um how that will sort of connect together for, for those two characters so yeah hopefully it doesn't lead to i i don't want kim to die like you know i, I want her to, no. to still be alive but you don't suspect that she's going to be with jimmy or soul or whatever calling these these days uh i don't suspect that she's going to be with him by the end of the series so because uh, yeah. I mean, you you look at that version with Jean and Kim. Kim seems like a completely distant memory uh, in terms of. I mean, I know, I know that's all post like Breaking Bad and everything, but it really seems like that there's just there's nothing 
there at all and he seems like a completely obviously like you know changed character and stuff so um yeah it should be interesting i kind of yeah. i had this thought earlier i mean i'm on the you know better console podcast so i might as well mention it here i wonder if because you're going to have to eventually um even you know as the weeks tick by and we we have less and less episodes left and we have the final season next season i wonder because they are going to need to wrap up the gene stuff at some point i'm wondering if because you're probably going to focus more on soul this season and then you'll probably get another gene scene at the start of next season i'm wondering if they can find a way to try to wrap up as much of the soul stuff as possible in this season and then next season just focus a lot more on gene because otherwise i don't know i don't know where else you're going to find the time to wrap that up with i well no i i would i don't think you're going to have a whole season of gene I, no, I just, just like more more scenes like where where is I, sort of everybody else and like this taxi driver and what's ultimately gonna what happen to him I well i i no i i suspect what you'll probably end up doing is you'll have you'll have maybe a gene scene at the start of next season but then you'll possibly end on gene as well um so maybe the last half an hour of the final episode is is gene stuff hmm. you know maybe yeah. Maybe that's the way you do it. Yeah, but I, I, I don't see, I don't see them doing like a whole series of it or anything. No. So, uh, but that's the end of the episode. We do have an email this week. Uh, it is from someone called Kim. Uh, you can, uh, of course, if you want to uh, send in feedback, questions, comments, thoughts, ideas, what do you think is going to happen to Kim? What do you think the influence from Jimmy is going or Sol uh, is going to do to Kim? It's difficult when characters have more than one name because you never quite know how to refer to him but he's soul at the moment how's he going to influence kim what's going to happen to nacho and his his dad and just everything else uh, of course we have other shows so if you want to get in contact for those or just contact entertainment talk matthew at entertainment talk.org twitter e talk uk there's a contact page information in your show notes so get involved kim says it was very interesting to see kim kind of not care at the end of the episode i can very slowly uh, see her um getting on not the bad side but perhaps closer to the soul goodman side soul goodman side rather um yeah something we we just talked about a little bit um i i do just think that soul's going to continue to influence her and uh, you know that i think that will just continue to be a thing going forward in the series and i mean in terms of the interest levels now that we've seen jimmy actually become soul and we're just watching him be soul goodman and eventually we'll see the transition uh you know to 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 gene and all that sort of stuff um where's your interest level for like because obviously they're in scenes together where you can watch them together but do you have has your interest swayed more towards the kim stuff just because of her change of attitude or like how does how's that sort of sitting for you at the moment um yeah i mean i i i think yeah what you were saying earlier about the fact that you know we we kind of know how he's he becomes soul now we know why he made that change mm-hmm. um so yeah the interesting thing is kim is a mystery um at the moment so i am intrigued to see where that goes and nacho's a mystery as well mm-hmm. so those two characters in particular i am quite interested to see where they go with that yeah yeah, so we'll see how things go in the coming weeks. Uh, I haven't seen any sort of promo for next week's episode, uh, but we'll see obviously what happens next week in episode four. Uh, before we know it, we'll be over halfway through the season because we almost actually are. Yeah. Uh, which has helped a little bit by the fact that we started with two episodes. So we'll see how things go. Lots of interesting things have been set up now, and 
it's time for them to start um, pushing them forward, I suppose. So, um, yeah, that's what we've got for you this episode of Becoming Soul. Of course, if you want to find all the rest of the content that we've got, uh, plenty of other podcasts for you to listen to, of course, on entertainmenttalk.org. Uh, film coverage, TV coverage, sports coverage, um, laughing at Liverpool losing, although they're 20 points clear, so whatever. Uh, but sports coverage, obviously, for Man United and stuff. Uh, those episodes are usually on Mondays. A big Manchester derby on Saturday. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. And uh, you know who uh, Wayne Rooney is, right? You've you've heard of that yes, name before. Yes, I'm aware of who Wayne. Right, right. I'm I'm just I'm just checking. Uh, yeah, we play Derby tonight, so we're going to be going. He's a he's a player manager over there. Oh, is he? So, okay. Um, yeah, Bad. he's going to be uh, playing against us tonight. We'll see how that goes. But anyway, yeah. in the meantime, yes, you can check out all the TV, film, sports, and uh, video game coverage, of course. And speaking of video games, look out later for episode two hundred of Random Gaming Talk, uh, which is going to be in different parts, so look out over the coming weeks for those different parts as well, uh, and that should be some good stuff. Uh, if you, in terms of TV and film, if you want to know if, when, and where your favourite shows are coming back, film news, casting news, uh, TV air updates, information, and all that sort of stuff, David has got you covered on geektown.co.uk, and if you'd like all that information in a weekly podcast format uh, or form on Tuesdays, Geektown Radio is your go-to for that. You can, of course, also find that on geektown.co.uk, and if you search for Geek Town Radio or probably just Geek Town on uh, podcast services you'll be able to find that as well so get subscribed to Geek Town and get subscribed to Entertainment Talk and uh, keep up to date with everything that we're doing both doing so uh, that should be good stuff as well uh, of course if you want to support the podcast support Entertainment Talk uh, we're on Patreon. Please check out the $1 and $3 level tiers. That's for review and ad-free podcast options. Amazon affiliate link. If you're shopping on Amazon, uh, we can get a small cut of what you spend. But it won't cost you anything extra, which is great as well. iTunes feeds, like I said, please rate, review, and subscribe to those. Make sure you are subscribed so that you get updated with new episodes of lots of different things. Um, what's the other thing? Uh, yeah, word of mouth, please tell your friends, family, people that you know about the website and your iTunes feeds. If you see them talking about something that we've covered, all the different things, uh, please be sure to tell them about that. Of uh, course, social media, please share them on Facebook and Twitter. And if you're allowed to, put them in different Facebook groups. Uh, lastly, video games, if you'd like to watch us play different video games, me and David stream on Twitch, Robert streams on Mixer. And look out for Let's Play Sundays. We'll see what uh, Kim and Jimmy or Sol get up to next week. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.